Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our new podcast, Volume One Initiate. Yes, please go and check out our Facebook, Instagram. We are all over the place right now, getting things started. Everything is new. We are from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, the city of sins. And today we have a very, very talented DJ, MC, producer, entertainment, entertainer. You name it. He has been around since 2003. And he's been doing it ever since. So we're gonna do a little bit of a talk show interview with him to see the don'ts and the do's of a DJ on decks and when they're live on stage. All right, so stay tuned, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, guess who we have here on the show tonight? We have the one and only Golden Monkey. Yeah. Now, uh, big ups to my boy right here, Slizzle. You know, uh, congratulations on your first podcast, Volume One. Thank you, I sir. You got a good name over here. Initiate. Yes, we are trying to do the best we can for the uh, DJ community and getting uh, uh, well talented DJs and also uh, what's, the, what's the word for it? Uh, Entertainers. No, no, no. Uh, Experienced DJs such as you. And most of them, so we want to know a little bit here and there. But first of all, before we continue, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so you're <laughs> calling me in actually to dig out more information? Is that correct? <laughs> It's something like that. <laughs> all right, right. So, cool, first of all, cool. let let us uh, start by getting to know you a little bit. Whether I think the audience also wants to know a little more about you. So, tell us how does it all start? Okay, I came from a humble, small little city called Ipoh. You know, it's like uh, a two hours drive from here. You know, um, it's it's an awesome city. Um, of course, uh, rated as one of the best retirement city. Now, of course, so one day when you retire, I hope you you'll join me in Ipoh. You know, we'll open up a small little cafe. Well, learning some world do world do Ipo yeah Ipo Ipo yeah. is the place to be I heard there's a lot of nice food there yeah definitely uh, a whole lot of good good food good people you know everything is laid back over there good vibes. it's not like in Kuala Lumpur you know nice. everything is so fast okay. all right all right as I can see here you started your early day setback of the year 2003 has been established for quite some time now so you can can you just tell us a little bit how it all started back in 2003. Well, back in 2003, uh, things in Ipoh was much more, you know, uh, much more simple because we didn't have much uh, competition in, in terms of, uh, you know, the amount of DJs and stuff like that. And uh, of course, um, there, 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 there weren't much uh, DJs. So, yeah, uh, it was much easier back then. But of course, looking back... Uh, at uh, things which are going on right now yeah i believe uh, you know there's so much of competition out there and uh, of course once i came to kl i saw a whole lot of stuff uh, which which made me you know uh, uh, it, it, it it i i did kind of say to myself you know kl's the place to be you know i want to explore this that yakety yak yeah Okay, all right. And then uh, basically when you started DJing, were you just a disc jockey or you started off picking the mic or does the mic just came in naturally to you or, you know, you had to, you know, pick up the mic and learn and all because it says here that you 
versatile in what you do. Versatile mean to say in uh, this joking and also on the mic. Well, uh, of course, the mic came in first. Uh, I always, um, you know, highly regard my mic as the most powerful tool in my DJ console. And uh, of course, yeah, be uh, before that, I was into this hip hop rap thing. Yeah, I did, uh, you know, produce some tracks, wrote some tracks, and uh, we even released some tracks uh, on independent labels. Uh, well, you might not have uh, heard of them, but uh, yeah, uh, known as, uh, you know, Repocalypse Records. Okay, okay, interesting. We will get back to that later on in the next segments where we talk about your uh, rap group, if I'm not mistaken. It's called Hearts for Nation, right? Yep. And all the uh, the teams that you have, your, you call them as your brothers, as I can see here, yeah? it's all from Ipo. Or, or is it a mix and match from other states, you know? Uh, most of us are from Ipo. Actually, all of us from Ipo. <laughs> okay, all right. Is there any uh, new tracks or any mixtape? or from any uh, SoundCloud or MixCloud that we can, you know, publish in the air to, you know, let everybody feel what you feel when you're on stage. Well, uh, I've got a few mixes up on my MixCloud and of course on SoundCloud, I've got some of my releases, my previous remixes, uh, call it bootlegs. And uh, of course, uh, other than that, we, um, I, I did upload some, you know, uh, some productions, uh, which I which I've which I've done uh, throughout the year, and of course, uh, you know those those stuff uh, which are not accessible out there, but it's more more or less like personal stuff. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Just a slip and glimpse of uh, Golden Monkey here with us live, and we're gonna take a short break. In while the interval of the break, we're gonna play some uh, tracks for you that is uh, slowly. Solely done by Golden Monkey, which is a mixtape back in 2004, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, stay tuned, guys. We will head on to the next segment in a bit. Snappy Gas makes you laugh at a club. <laughs> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He's showing off his uh, vocal cord skills there. All right. I hope you enjoyed the uh, mixtape that was done for him back in 2004. Bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, tracks and the way he makes is purely art form that he has been collected along the years and the tracks that is not uh, necessarily a commercial track. Right, Monkey? It's uh, been collected by you for many, many years, I presume. Well, I got a mix of, uh, you know, new and old. Um, well, of course, I, I don't really, uh, you know, focus on one specific genre when I'm when I'm on the decks. I what I do is, um, you know, I mix and match. You know, yeah, you call it open format. Okay, all right. Is that what's the the new trend? The club is it, is it playing right now, or is only been done before? Well, uh, it's been there uh, for many, many years, but uh, of course, you know, uh, with time advances, you know, we have changes um, in terms of uh, the music itself. So, yeah, I, I would say that, uh, you know, music has changed a lot uh, from 2003. Well, back then, uh, it was much more simpler, I would say. And uh, because there was like, 
you know, a few genres that you can pick on. Well, as of now, whoa, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, with the with the new kids on with the new kids on the block right now, there's this thing called EDM, electronic dance music. What do you think about that? Well, I'm not against it. I I I, I did start, uh, you know, uh, playing EDM when I was first back in KL. You know, uh, after my short stint uh, in 2009, I came back uh, in 2011. That's when I started uh, playing a little bit of uh, EDM and stuff like that. And of course, slowly dubstep came in and uh, it faded. And uh, of course, yeah, but I'm not quite enjoying the current trend. <laughs> oh, really? And why is that so? Well, um, um, I'll keep my opinions to myself. I guess. <laughs> from the from the days where you started off uh, DJing in 2003 and now, what are the most biggest changes in the club scene, the nightlife scene that you have seen that uh, currently amaze you and wanting you to do more and more for the night scene? Well, everything has changed. Well, back in the days, um, you know, when I first started uh, DJing, I was on vinyls. You know, and uh, of course, uh, slowly progressed to uh, CDs, and then uh, to USBs, and uh, of course, not forgetting uh, you know all your digital softwares like uh, Serato, uh, what's the other one, Tractor, and all the stuff. So yeah, a whole lot has been uh, changed throughout the years, and of course, um, you know, to keep up with that. You have, you have to advance yourself as well. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we will hold the next question for our next segment because we want everybody to listen the tracks that he has made and the mixtape and the booklet that has been done by Golden Monkey himself. So on our next uh, clip, we are going to post another of these tracks. So I hope you guys enjoy the track and do leave a comment below to tell us what you think about Golden Monkey's uh, mixtape. Alright. That's right. Welcome back again. Hope you guys enjoy the uh, bootleg done by Golden Monkey back in 2004. Leave a comment below and you know state your comment on how you like his track. Okay, Golden Monkey, welcome back again. How are you this evening? Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Yeah, everything is cozy over here. Everything is nice and easy. You know, I feel very welcome over here. Now, of course, I would suggest um, the uh, local DJs to come here into your studio and, of course, join you for your uh, future podcast. Yes, uh, we are sorting that out soon. We're getting a lot more, more talented DJs, new DJs, uh, senior DJs to come uh, on board in our show but first we would like to ask you a few questions on tonight's show is that what makes a good warm-up DJ for a main act that is going to perform so uh, how do you rate the uh, warm-up DJ what is the do's and the don'ts that need to be implemented in the, uh, that particular DJ well it's pretty simple um as a warm-up DJ, <clears throat> your dues will be... For example, we have uh, Avicii. God, uh, God bless him. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace here. Yeah. 
for instance, we have Avicii playing in an hour and you got the warm-up set one hour prior to it. So, what is the do's and the don'ts? Well, rule number one would be I would never overshine uh, Avicii. You know, um, that's rule of the thumb. Of course, um, there's a reason why he's the main set DJ and you're the warm-up DJ. So, yeah, don't don't overshine your, your main set DJs. And, uh, of course, besides that... Uh, you know, you can take that uh, set to actually go ahead and promote some new stuff, you know, uh, rather than doing your regular commercial stuff. So what you're saying is that we are we are no, we're not supposed to outshine the uh, main egg DJ. But is it is it proper for us to play one of their tracks, maybe one or two of their tracks, or you suggest we don't? Well, it's best that uh, you don't play any, any of their tracks because... Uh, it defeats you know, the purpose of yeah. Yeah, it defeats the purpose of having that uh, particular artist as a main set, because definitely he's gonna be having dropping those kind of stuff, uh, you know, stuff that he has uh, produced. So basically, you're trying to say not to play his track, and also, do we go uh, that extra hard on the tracks, or do we mellow down and you know just keep it in the. Uh, you know, right BPM level for him to perform there, or should we just, you know, go all out on it? Well, it depends. It really depends on uh, how the night is going. Now, of course, if you have an early crowd, of course, um, you know, leaving them in that mellow state is not going to work for the main set DJ as well. But of course, coming in, um, you know, at the beginning of your set and you're going really, really hard, uh, I think that's not a great idea. So, you should probably have a proper build-up, you know, towards, towards uh, you know, handing over to the next DJ. You might just want to go a little bit uh, slightly higher, okay. you know, and to, to, to actually uh, build the ambience in the room. And, uh, of course, once, once the main act takes over from you, and bam, that's going to be the night. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Just one more, just off the record, yeah. When you... Uh, selected or you've been chosen to play for the main act, do you get this, uh, you know, goosebump kind of feeling or do you get stage fright, you know, but yeah, as I see you have been uh, very long in the uh, music industry, you've been uh, spinning almost a uh, couple of years now, do you still get that uh, straight stage fright when you have like uh, big names DJs performing after you? Well, um, I can't hide the fact that I do have a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, intimidation, but uh, in terms of stage fright, no, I, I don't think so. I have that, uh, you know, uh, stage fright thing because uh, I've already, I've gotten used to it, you know, many big shows, I've, I've done many big shows and uh, of course, uh, we're talking about big room, uh, big room parties. So you, have no, parties, so, you have, stuff like that. so you have no much stage fright on stage? Yeah, um, not much of straight stage fright. You know, I've, I've, I've done, I've opened for uh, Tiesto, I've opened for wow. Eric's, and uh, of course, um, a few years back, uh, 
uh, I had uh, I had to open for Neo. Okay, that's interesting. Neo, ah, Neo. So, what kind of songs do you you know get your set ready? You know, for this kind of artists. For example, if they are not like DJs performing right after the thing, it's going to be artists. So, what kind of will your set be more DJ EDM music kind of orientated kind of music, or you going to bring laid back down to some R and B hip hop kind of thing? Well, it depends. If it's a, a uh, it's an opening set that I'm doing, of course, I'm not gonna go ahead and uh, you know tire the crowd and uh, you know uh, burn them out with all those uh, hard stuff. Uh, I will try to keep it in a in in a in a in a how to say uh, in a comfort zone. I would call it in a comfort zone whereby uh, it's not too hard and it's not too soft. All right, all right. There you have it. There's some little bit of education music 101 by Golden Monkey, and to all the uh, young new DJs, upcoming DJs, and uh, new DJs who want to become a DJ, do you have any advice for them? Well, um, I would say keep working at it. Do your best. You know, always try to be the best and uh, keep pushing for it. Uh, don't stop until you achieve it, and of course, once you have achieved it, don't stop achieving more. All right, and to all the uh, listeners here in uh, initiate in our new podcast, is there anything you want to say to the audience out there? Since you're the first one on our show, we would like to really thank you for coming on board. Is there anything that you want to say to them? Well, uh, of course, I would say uh, this is in, indeed a, a really, really good show, good pla- platform for. Uh, you know uh, the entertainers around uh, Malaysia to actually come up onto your show and uh, of course share a little bit of uh, you know information, uh, experience, uh, some knowledge and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's a great platform right here. So I would say uh, you know the listeners out there keep tuning into this um, to this podcast. Uh, initiate, uh, of course, volume one is the beginning of everything. There's going to be more and more coming through. Yes, that's right, Lisa Jaben. And with that said, we will put a last track, a last mix track that has been done by Golden Monkey himself, and follow on with our next episode where we'll be talking about the startup of Hearts for Nation. Is that right? Did I pronounce it correct? Hearts for Nation. Yep. Yeah. So uh, from Hearts for Nation, we will have a clearer understanding on how it all began and how. Mike uh, Golden Monkey became the uh, microphone assassin. All right, stay tuned. And what will your mixtape volume be? Would you like to tell them? Okay, uh, tune into this one right here, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mixtape session by Golden Monkey. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, as always, please leave a comment below on how would you rate the uh, mixtape. All right, and we are here back in the studio with the one and only Golden Monkey. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up? Yes, and yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I, I I like the sense of humor and the uh, you know the, the way he portrays things. You know, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> This I think comes by experience, right? Uh, uh, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go to the roots of all that uh, has has been started. The root of all evil. The root of no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the root where it all started, where my where Golden Monkey 
uh, picked up the microphone back in uh, 1997 where the group was formed, Hearts Foundation, well known to be performed in 1997, original lineup, three man show. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, we had Killer Dave, Cold Flame, and uh, Red Flexer. Okay, and, and but yeah, you guys started in 1997, but your album launch was in 2014. And 14, just recently, well, you guys really took a long, long time to uh, get this track out. Yeah, right? in, indeed, it's a struggle, you know, because uh, um, uh, I would say we're pretty, uh, we're pretty determined in terms of. Uh, our, our music concept, the flavor of the music. Yeah, the flavor of music. So yeah, we, we did we did get a few offers uh, to to go ahead and do um, other stuff. Uh, you know, I, I I went I went into auditions uh, where they actually uh, gave me an, an option. You know, um, we'll, we'll we'll sign you up, but uh, you know you have to act in, in in movies and stuff like that. And of course, at the same time. They they were actually demanding us to do uh, well. <laughs> they were actually demanding us to do uh, stuff like Backstreet Boys and <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so, so yeah, welcome to the entertainment world. Yeah, that's that's the reason why uh, you know the album took uh, you know ages to come out. Uh, you know we had to work work hard uh, for it, and uh, of course you know uh, as us. You know, sticking really, really hard to our uh, music concept. I, I think that's part of the reason why it was. Yes. It, it took very long. So from 1997 up to 2014, you guys uh, really put your heart and soul, and you know, to make sure that the track has no any uh, mishap along the way. And yeah, my question is, why Hearts for Nation? Can you explain to us? The whole metaphor of hearts formation. Okay, now um, there's only one person who can actually um, give you that uh, explanation, and uh, who might that be? Sad to say, uh, he's no longer with us. Uh, Killer Dave is no longer with us. Uh, yeah, he passed away a few years ago. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to give you that answer. <laughs> oh, that, that that's why we kind of figure out the uh, 1997 to 2014 with the uh, tragic incident happens to. Yeah, so I think you guys took a break for a while. Yeah, indeed. Okay, all right. Yeah, he was he was actually the main uh, producer for the uh, group. So, yeah, with him gone, uh, we lost a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, we actually um, had our album ready uh, with all the tracks and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, um, once he was gone, it, it was not accessible. So we had to scrap all of that and we had to start fresh. How, how, how was it now and uh, back then, does the uh, crew and the uh, the team, is it, they, are they still, they're still, you know, in their, their, are they tight still or, you know, or everyone is doing their own thing, some in production, some in music, some is in the uh, sound and light, you know, so how, how do you explain the uh, connectivity between you guys now and before? Well, of course, um, how we started was, uh, we were back in school um, and... This is high school? Yeah, uh, you, you can call it high school, yeah. Uh, we call it Skola Menenga over here. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's just like high school. So, um, what happened was, um, I, I had a different group, and uh, of course, uh, there was another buddy of mine. Uh, we used to perform a lot in uh, school shows, you know, when, when we have like uh, cultural shows and stuff like that. So, we used to, we used to uh, perform a lot, and uh, uh, Hearts Foundation was a different thing. 
and they were doing their thing. And uh, what happened was back in 2002, I, I met uh, Killer Dave, and uh, of course, he he did tell me that uh, you know one of the group member actually left for Korea, uh, which is Record Flexer, and uh, you know uh, since then uh, they were a man shot. And uh, what what happened was uh, I was roped in, and uh, that's that's how uh, we begin. And uh, of course, uh, in 2003, Record Flexer came back from Korea, and uh, we became a fine man band. Rekoflexer, so I'll begin with Rekoflexer there. Okay, so uh, Hearts for Nation, yeah, Hearts for Nation. I see a lot of, uh, there's a lot of poetry and flavor in the music. In this particularly uh, album, Hearts for Nation album, right, that has just been released in 2014, what are you guys trying to portray, actually? What is the, uh, uh, what is the song all about? What is the whole album all about? Is it about your life story or is there any beef with, you know, that particular someone, or is just playing on just music? Uh, well, of course, it's uh, music, <laughs> and then when it comes to the lyrics, it's more about uh, portraying about our lifestyle. As you can see, the name of the album is Catalog of Sins. So, yeah, uh, we've done a lot of uh, sins. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say sins, but uh, you know, uh, done a lot of uh, good stuff, bad stuff, uh, mediocre stuff. All that kind of stuff, yeah. So we did a lot of stuff. So um, the album actually portrays um, our daily lifestyle back when we were in school. Back, actually, way before that, uh, way before school, and then uh, of course growing up and uh, entering the working world and stuff. And it goes on, and uh, of course. Um, there are some uh, imaginary stuff uh, which is portrayed into the album as well. Okay, so since from 2014 and now it's 2018, it's almost been four years, right? Uh, every once in a while when you sit down in your computer and look back at Hearts for Nation and the album, do you think that there is uh, a slight room for improvement or do you think that the track could be a little bit more better or do you think it's just alright or... Do you think that it needs to be have a little bit more uh, marketing expert in it, or we just happy the way it is? Well, uh, as for record sales, we were happy with what what we were doing because um, we we were selling out at the front. We went old school. We we, we didn't go to any uh, CD stores and put up put it up on shelves and stuff like that. Um, what we did was we went down to people. Hey yo. Uh, you like Hearts of Nation, you like hip-hop music, you like real hip-hop music. Along that time, uh, was there any turn down from, from the public? Well, um, of course, nobody would turn me down. <laughs> <laughs> I was big then. <laughs> so right. yeah, nobody would turn me down. But, uh, you know, um, I, I would say it's more like a support uh, thing. You know, it's it's more like homies spotting you, uh, your friends, your family, um, uh, of course, your distant family. All this stuff comes to play, and uh, of course, we were happy with the way um, the, the the album was done. But of course, um, if if you look at it, there were a few tracks which were produced way back in two thousand and two, two thousand and three that we did slot in into the album, which was produced by the late Killer Dave. And um, if I would have played you the first version, you'd be like, mm. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I, I think 
uh, as time goes, we grow. You know, more we we learn more about uh, recording techniques. Uh, we learn more about uh, music itself. <clears throat> we learn more about life itself, and uh, of course, that that's that all plays a part. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the full documentary of Hearts for Nation. And if you guys want to hear more about uh, the album and more about Golden Monkey, you can uh, check Golden Monkey's uh, Facebook page, which is G-O-L-D-N space M-U-N-K-Y. That is G-O-L-D-N-M-U-N-K-Y, right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to stutter uh, a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but why don't you tell them your, your yourself, you know, how, how do... They reach well, 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 to I would, you. I, I would prefer uh, people to reach up to me, you know, uh, straight up. Hey, yo, I'm Slizzle. Hey, yo, I'm Monkey. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Old school stuff. But, uh, you know, with, with all the technology adva- advancement, I think uh, all this Facebook stuff, Instagram stuff was really, really important. So, yeah, you guys can follow me up on uh, Instagram, uh, Golden Monkey. Just search it up. There's only one. On Facebook, Golden Monkey, there's only one. And uh, of course, on SoundCloud, Golden Monkey, only one. On MixCloud, Golden Monkey, only only one. There you have it, Golden Monkey at its best. So uh, are we going to hear any more new album or new tracks coming out from uh, Hearts for Nation? Or are you guys uh, on break? Or are you guys on tour? Well, uh, what happened was uh, we decided after that album, we, we, we did decide the... Uh, you know that we wanted to take out a, a, a follow-up album, and uh, we were in the midst of uh, getting our deals sealed. And um, there were talks about having uh, uh, Cypress Hill. There were talks about Bone Thugs and Harmony to appear on the album. There were talks about uh, some some rappers based in the U.S. to be on the album, but uh, that's all been put to hold as at the moment because. Um, each of our members is actually, um, you know, focusing on their own stuff, like family and work and stuff like that. So um, you might just hear um, solo releases from each of the members, but as of a whole, uh, not in the near future. Okay. All right, all right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Golden Monkey, thank you for joining us in our first episode. You should be very, very lucky to be the first one on our show today. Oh, well, uh, when it comes to heart solution, it's not Golden Monkey. Start <laughs> Capital J. Capital J. We will get into that more <laughs> in the next episode. All right. Uh, once again, thank you for coming to the show. We're going to wrap up the show with your last uh, mixtape and also a bonus track from uh, Hearts for Nation. Do you want to tell the uh, audience on what track that you're going to uh, give them out today? All right, ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Uh, this is our um, you know hit track from uh, um, Hearts for Nation Catalog of Sins, uh, released in 2014 uh, under uh, Silver State uh, Records, uh, independent label for uh, with uh, you know which we set up. And uh, of course, here's the track. Uh, it's called Hip Hop Game. Hip Hop Game. All right, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. And before we end the show, can we have Monkey to bust a little rhyme before we end the show? 
Capital J, taking it from the top, got the notch daily. I will walk my steps, I keep it low, slow more. Puffing on my cigar, I'll make your faggots go bizarre. Insane, silent, muffled plans like a silent, the slam jam, wham, bear. I recommend the game bang. Homie, storing words, and you tell them I say nation, nation. Hearts for nation, show the ventilation. G3, I rate full of amazing hate. Yeah, there you have it live on Initiate. Thank you.